Another Friday has come and gone in the wrestling world, that means. There's a SmackDown and a Rampage to talk about, and I will get to that and how I felt about all of it after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Happy Monday if such a thing exists. And how about that wrestling on Friday night? I thought there were some <laughs> definite highlights and lowlights, but you know, we did get to see some bangers and matches. We got to see some stuff we expected, a little bit of ass. Yeah, you got everything you needed out of it. So starting off with SmackDown just because it airs first, but I'm gonna say this before we get into you know the match match, that match between Gunther. And Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental Championship, that was a banger. And I don't want to hear anybody taking credit away from Braun because Braun had to be there too for the match to work that well. You don't just have a good match. I mean, I know, you know, Gunther has great matches with everyone, but the other person has to be an active participant and be functioning for a match to go over that well. I wanted to say that was is he the greatest thing ever? No. Can Gunther have a good match with anyone? Yes, but was that 100% on Gunther? No, because you need the other person. As they say, takes two to tango. But it was a hell of a match. It was a banner that beat the hell out of each other. It's exactly what we are, you know, hoping to get out of the match. And minus a few seconds, which I wasn't surprised at Imperium, you know, came in and, you know, got there and jumped through the crowd and attacked, you know, Gunther. You know, had just distracted. They attacked Braun. Was anyone surprised that they did it? No. But am I okay with it? Yes, for the sheer principle of it's not like AEW where the people do it a thousand times every single match. It was one quick time while the ref was distracted, and boom, it was gone, and the match continued. It wasn't like continuous low blows every week that we're all supposed to be surprised about. So it's that quick and just happens like that. I'm okay with it because it's not just a not just on loop repeatedly all the time. So I was okay with that. I don't know if it's going to be over or not between those two, but that was, I mean, that was great. I don't care who you are. I'd be okay seeing it again. And again, I hope, you know, everyone gives Strowman some credit because again, you can't have that good of a match without two people actively participating in it. There's people that carry matches, but those matches might be good, but they weren't what we got. Out of that, so that's my take on it. You tell me to piss off in the comments. Don't care. That's a hell of a way to start the show. And a good Intercontinental Championship match. Hopefully, you know, Gunther doesn't drop it. Did I want him to lose the title? Hell no. I want him to keep going for a while. Until the end, they find him ready to go after the big one. I think he could dominate that as well. He's got the look, the ability. He can talk. He has his guys behind with Imperium that can get tag titles. And, you know, they can have a good run just dominating everything. Do I think that time is, you know, here yet? No, but I want him to hold on to the Intercontinental title for as long as they can, just because of the match quality that he's giving everyone. And to think Vince almost sent him back down. That's that's the funny part. It shows you where his brain is. Um, let me get on, you know, after that. Ray with the Dom shit. Enough already. Having Karrion Cross come out and continue talking about him being a bad father and all that. Come on already. It's not doing either of them any favors. Anyone thinks it's doing either of them any favors is crazy out of their mind. We know it's just going to lead to, you know, Ray versus Dom or like a retirement match or some stupid thing to end that way. But it's really bad. Drag Cross into it. Cross is already 
as Rada pecking out from you know the internet, the socials, and seeing what everyone has to say. Like he already, you know, is having a hard time, you know, charisma wise and getting, you know, over with the crowd and having him just and they're talking about this dumb shit. I don't like it. I don't get it. And it's not doing him any favors. So if we could drop that, that would be great. Be very much appreciated. Not just for me, appreciate it for him. Like he needs it more than I do. Like we can't keep doing it. It's bad. You can comment again. Tell me I'm an asshole. Tell me you love it. I don't like it. I think it needs to go away. And the sooner, the better, because again, Karrion Cross can't, yeah. It's not doing him any favors working with this. The match will probably help, but this, this isn't helping him. Emma looked fantastic during the segment with Raquel, Liv, and Maxine. Uh, Liv slapped Raquel and challenged to do a match later in the night. And in case anyone didn't watch, here's a spoiler and an update. It didn't take longer and well for Liv. So he's trying to build up Raquel to the big you know, thing like she was before, you know, the injuries and, you know, all of that, because they did have her smiling, just winning everything. I don't know. What does that mean for Liv? I don't know. We'll see in the Royal Rumble. But it was quick. The next thing was quick. Tegan Knox defeated Zaylee in what felt like a few seconds. Definitely didn't make it to four minutes. I'd say three, but, you know, it was definitely longer than that. Somewhere between three and four it was pathetic. Uh, the entrances took longer than the match itself, it felt like. And Zaya got ran through. Real quick, which sucked because I was hoping that, you know, H in charge, she'd go back to the way she was in NXT when she was out there having matches all the time, dominating and at least winning something. And it hasn't materialized. So we'll see what goes with that. That just wasn't good. I mean, two. Then we're back to back, but we went from the segment with Emma looking good to that, which is really bad. I'm glad to see Tegan back. I want to see if you know, her knee holds up and all that. But Having Zaya and Liv both get just mauled like that in really quick matches doesn't make sense to me because it doesn't help them at all. Like, you can lose matches and it could still help you. Those those matches didn't help anything. Uh, Bray pulling out the old Bray with the rocking chair. We're here. Got to hear one of those, the old video. You know, with the rocking chair under the light in the house that, you know, Randy burnt down. And all that, pulling all that again, you know, another wrinkle to the character. And I like all the wrinkles they're adding to the character because at least, you know, it's it, it's a slow burn. Everyone complains that no one does slow burns anymore. And yes, granted, it has been a long, yeah. You know, it's been a couple months already. But what's wrong? Yeah, you know, week by week, just adding a little wrinkle here and there in long-term storytelling. I've complained. just like when I saw Uncle Howdy the first time. He just stood there and laughed and that was it. And then the shit they pulled with Alexa... I was right there saying that was garbage. What was the point of having him go all the way out there just to stand there and look at her? Like, that was dumb. That accomplished nothing. They need to stop doing that because that isn't helping with any of them. But I'm digging it, and I hope the rumors aren't true that they're speeding it along because people aren't happy. Like, let it play out. Like, the same people, and I see them literally. I'm not saying this, you know, the general but I literally see the same people complaining that they just seem to rush through things. We don't have long-term storytelling and complaining, you know, about this and saying it's not going, you know, fast enough. Granted, I could see how some might say it's a little too slow. Again, we had those two segments with Uncle Howdy just stand there between Bray and Alexa that could have, you know, never happened. Or they could have just done something, you know, then. But most of the thing we've got to long-term storytelling, you know, 
in a while. So let it play out. Don't pull it. I enjoy it. Uh, Sonia kept attacking Charlotte backstage after getting denied a rematch. Whatever the hell that pink bodysuit thing was Charlotte was wearing was just ridiculous looking, but I'm guessing the rematch is going to come. Don't see Sonia winning. Don't think she's anywhere near. I don't think she's ready to be you know, champion, but I'm guessing that's coming next week. The Rumble, who knows? But that'll be a rematch we're going to see. And then here's one. Uh, good golf club, so I don't blow anyone's ears out. For Sammy and KO, because I tore the house down the main event. It was as expected. Every time they're in the ring together, they create gold, tell their friendship, the chemistry, everything. It's what we wanted it to be. They started the show with a bang, and they ended it with a bang, and they added a new wrinkle to that with Sammy having him up for you know the Haluma kick, and then suddenly there's the Usos and Solo attacking. So KO wins by DQ, and Sammy thought they wanted to do it on his own. He was handling it on his own, but they ruined it, which adds another wrinkle. That whole thing, because he didn't seem happy, and... Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the split is coming. It's just, you know, slow little wrinkles like that. This is like the best, again, long-term storyteller. That's it. They don't do it very often. They haven't done it in a very long time. Like the bloodline, you know, they've added wrinkles. And since they got Sammy, it's been easier. And, you know, Bray, like it's the only thing. Otherwise, it's just, hey, what, smack them here. And I like it. We'll see what they do with it. Um, we're all going to be heartbroken when, you know, the split finally comes. If it is, yeah, them turning on Sammy, we shall see. But I like the wrinkles. I like the match. Again, there's a lot of good in that one. You know, the Bray stuff I liked. The first match, the main event, great. Some, you know, useless stuff in between because, again, what does a four-minute match do for anybody? Not like the old days where we have, like, the big guys, you know, work with local talent, and those matches lasted four minutes just because that's the way the business was. Then you'd go to the area, you have the local guys come, they'd get TV time. Your guys would get to look good. You know, there's a whole different world then. Like when they do it, you know, now with people that they've built before. So let's see how that goes. But overall, I mean, not the greatest show, but not the worst show we've all ever seen, which gets us on to Rampage from Friday night. Start off with Darby Allen successfully defending the TNT Championship against Juice Robinson. Again, another good match has to be expected. No one expected Darby to lose. We got to see Sting come out and celebrate with Darby after. And there's the big question. There's the big one. You know, all that stuff saying that Sting's contract's over this year. You know, does he resign and continue doing what they're doing? Or is this the end and him and Darby go at it sooner or later for his last crescendo after working for him, you know, with him and all that for this long? Like, that's what I want to know about that. Never mind everything else. Everyone's been talking about it. Are they going to pull the trigger? Does he resign? Like, how do they do it all? Because the two of them together, man, you think of one anymore and you see the other. And how do they do that? I'm curious as to how they're going to do that or what's going to go on, but time will tell. Uh, don't like the guns. Don't care anything. Looking at them hurts my brain. I'm going to keep saying it. Just, I don't know. Uh, wish the House of Black went into, you know, a better direction personally than Eddie and Ortiz. They're trying to separate those two up. You know, because we've seen other people do that. And, you know, they came back dominating. I thought they would have, you elevated to bigger stuff. And again, we saw Ortiz and the, them, you know, having their issues with everyone. So I don't know why we're going right back to that, but it is what it is. It's AW. Hopefully, hopefully they put the House of Black on something bigger and better because they're all talented enough. They have the ability. You could believe them just beating anybody. So 
we'll see how that works out. Maybe a trios title run, you know, chance somewhere down the road, but I just don't like it. And then Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale defeated Ty Mello and Anna JAS in a bloody street fight. You know, Ruby was bloodied, but who didn't expect that? It's AEW in a street fight with anyone, but especially with women, what there's going to be blood all over. It's just what they do. Uh, they all got some spots in, so they all got to look good, but it was about as expected. Really, the sad thing is for me is, you know, Ty Mello's ass, literally the whole thing hanging out. Like the whole match, that's what everyone's going to remember, sadly, in my eyes. Like, that's going to be it. Never mind anything they did in any of the spots. Like, her whole ass hanging out. Took away from it. I'm not saying. But, I mean, camera, I mean, that's all you saw. I thought they had, you know, they could put pile drivers through tables and do all the spots they did with all the weapons without killing each other. Everyone walked away. I'm okay with it. You know, to do some of the stuff they did, they have to have some kind of talent or they would have killed each other. So, not taken away from that, but that was just holy ass. And, you know, shout out to Anna J for, you know, having the same look as her, but much more subtle, even with, you know, having cleavage popping out. Like there was that. But again, like that's all anyone's going to remember from that. Not, you know, anything Willow did, Anna did, Ruby did. You know, crushing Ruby inside the garbage can, the blood, any of it. Like that's just my opinion on it. But, Still, again, good match. No one hurt each other, you know, which is all you can ask for in those situations. And a swimming pool of blood, per the usual. Like, we'll remember that, too. But, you know, just the expected stuff in all of it. And I think we've seen them do it before. So it's, you know, a repeat of stuff. But usual for Rampage. Not a bad night for wrestling altogether, though, because if we got to see some good matches through it all and some wrinkles added to the thing. I like the wrinkle added for Bray and Sammy at the bloodline. And that's all you can ask for, really. Just keep adding little wrinkles and give us some good matches. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to YouTube, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And with that, deuces, I'm out. Peace.